Welcome to Conversations in Equine Science. My name is Kate Acton and I'm joined by Nancy McLean and this is the podcast where we take equine research and try and make it accessible to horse owners and enthusiasts alike. Remember that with each topic we discuss, it's important to get professional advice before implementing any of the strategies. This week, Nancy and I are looking at a paper that is titled Oxygen Uptake, Heart Rate and Blood Lactate Levels in Female Horseback Riders During the Obstacle Test Track. And this is by A.M. Heitinen et al., And this paper was published in 2020, so it is a new piece of research and was very interesting to read because the study wanted to examine the endurance um, and performance of riders. Now, in this study, they had female horseback riders, so there's definitely an opening to do research in male riders too. But they wanted to see how fit they were, essentially. And in total, they had 42 female riders that were able to participate. Um, 16 of those were show jumpers and 26 were eventers. And it appeared that, in a nutshell, the test was very strenuous um, for the riders. And overall, they definitely weren't as fit as we maybe would perceive horse riders to be. So it was a really interesting article because I think it does just open up that we need to do other training, that horse riding isn't enough, but particularly in this as well, you know, I thought when you first read it, Nancy, did you think, oh, well, endurance riders surely will be fitter than show jumpers, but it found that there was just no difference. Like they were equally unfit in the test. I, I was really surprised. It just shows that you always should integrate a complementary exercise routine that does not involve riding horses because their even their um, heart rates were so high. I mean, you could tell that they were using a lot of um, effort in their blood lactate levels. They were like four to eight millimoles per liter, and that's kind of high. I mean, really, one to two is for moderate exercise. And then so they were getting that fatigue when that lactate starts to build up. And I was I was totally surprised they weren't as fit because they, they rode four days a week. They were 29 years of age. Um, they weren't overweight. They were 68 kilograms, which is 150 uh, to 160 pounds because there was a, a 10, uh, 10 uh, kilogram standard deviation there. So uh, their height was 5'5", yet their uh, BMI was normal. They weren't overweight. So I just assumed they would be more fit than what this research concluded. And why this is so important to welfare is because horses are so sensitive. I mean, there's a 2009 study that's quoted within this article, and it's by Wolfram and Mickelwright. 
And it points out that the sensitivity of the horse enables them to detect and react to all changes in body position, muscular strength, tension, respiration, and even the heart rate of the horseback rider. So when you're on the back of a horse, your horse is picking up your heart rate, how you're breathing, how you're holding your body, and what of that is a dead weight versus you engaging your core and sitting up and, you know, carrying some of your own weight. Yeah. Yep. And and their oxygen intake, um, they were novice to international level riders. So their intake was 32 to 48 milliliter per kilogram per minute. And when I looked into that, that is a sedentary person. So their uh, average intake of oxygen and VO2 max is how well your body absorbs and uses your oxygen during exercise. And your max rate tells you how well your body is at efficiently using it. And you can improve that with high intensity interval training. So they were like sedentary people at 26.4 mils per kilogram per minute. And that really stuck out at me that you would at least think they would have more of an active lifestyle VO2 max and they didn't. And some of these were elite riders at an international level. None of them had any kind of acute or chronic illness or any ongoing pain. You know, they were all considered what we would say fit and healthy. And even like, I understand novice riders. I mean, it is very difficult in the beginning learning how to hold your core. And, you know, you see people that don't normally ride out trekking and they're like a sack of potatoes on the horse because they just don't understand you know like you have to engage and I always like to think of um your spine like blocks and you need to line the blocks up like one on top of the other so I don't know if that makes sense when you say it out loud (laughs) but so it's nice and straight you're kind of lining one block up on top of the other or another one is you know that string going from your head and it's pulling you up nice and tall and that it just makes such a difference Like once you hold yourself up in that way and you've got better body control, muscle control, your like aids can be so much more minute. Like just the gentlest squeeze can indicate to the horse what you're wanting them to do or the movement of your body, like, you know, turning your shoulder and the horse is going to turn with you. That just reduces how much, you know, people have to, give I suppose in terms of giving an aid to get the horse to follow through and then that improves the quality of the ride how enjoyable it is for the horse and we have to consider that too from a welfare point of view you know they should really be enjoying it at the same time as well. Yeah and we should always make it easiest on them and if not being physically fit to handle the the event that we're taking on or the discipline um, it just makes it harder on the horse and increases maybe your propensity for injury and the horses. And I will add that the riding years, the experience 
uh, is on average 23.1 years, these 42 women had been riding. And, you know, that that's a long time. And that's a long time to be uh, riding and yet not be in a good fit way. And they did have a cardiologist analyzed uh, via a health questionnaire, and he or she did ECGs on each participant. So um, it was really eye-opening. And I think the fact that their heart rates were so high, um, some of them at 29 years old, you, you know, when you figure your heart rate, in exercise. You always take your age, what you start out at 220, subtract your age, and then you either want to perform at 50 to 85% of that. And these 29-year-olds, they were at 190 beats per minute, which is a hundred percent heart rate. And we all know that the fitter you are, the lower your heart rate is when you're exerting yourself. So that pretty much shows cardiac health wasn't really there. And, um, you know, it, it's amazing. I, I just can't believe it. But um, anyway, if they were really at 50%, it would have been 95 beats per minute. And at 85%, it would have been 162 beats per minute. So that's a pretty good indicator there. And if you take, if you take a moment and you think about what you normally do when you're doing training with your horse, and obviously this will differ depending on what you do at home, if it's leisure riding, or if you're out hacking, or you know, are you doing racing or show jumping? But what you normally do, if you can just picture that in a day, and think about the fact that these riders that went from novice to elite up to an international level were riding four times a week. Now consider this. This is what the test was. It was a five-minute warm-up. So that included a walk, trot, and gallop, and then five to seven warm-up jumps, but just a five-minute warm-up. The actual test itself was two minutes, approximately. And in those two minutes, they had eight obstacles. And then they had a five-minute cool-down, and that was just a trot and a walk. So they did about 12 minutes of riding and got up to 100% of their heart rate when they're riding four times a week normally. Yeah, I mean, that's, that really stuck out at me. And I mean, I'm a big advocate for cycling and I don't even sometimes, I mean, I probably get up to 117 beats per minute doing high intensity intervals and that, you know, I mean, I, I'm so happy I do other forms of exercise because uh, it really helps me to continue to ride as I age. Yeah. I think cycling is a great one because it's low impact. Mm -hmm. Like, and the thing is like, we do look at it a lot of the time from the welfare of the horse, but, you know, we have to look after ourselves and it is so important. I think we're becoming far more aware now than ever that we need to improve our cardiovascular health. And, you know, we all love to just sit back and veg out and do nothing. 
but you feel so much better if you get up and even just go for a walk. Again, that's another low impact one. You know, you do not need to be running or pounding the pavement to get your heart rate up. You can go for a walk that's got some hills in it, go for a cycle, you know, don't feel like you have to put your body under any kind of physical stress to get to a healthier point. It can all be done very gently, but just making little changes now and in six months time, you're going to see such a vast improvement and you will find in yourself that your training sessions will improve and it's in the long run better for your horse as well that has to carry this weight. Yeah, um, I will add that they had been competing for 15.2 years on average. So these were not novice um, riders by any means. And also um, I started an intense fitness program in February, but before I did that, I made sure I had a full physical and my physician even did an echocardiogram to make sure that my heart could, could endure what I was going to put it through. And I would highly recommend people go to a doctor. If you haven't been working out, even if you're 29 years old, you should go and be checked out because it it does no good to hurt yourself. And especially your joints and ligaments and all that, um, you know, get checked out first, do plenty of stretching and, and uh, get with a, a trainer or a training program that will lead you gradually through workouts. Yeah, and there's so many great free apps you can get that are able to help you with that. You know, like the, I'm pretty sure they're still free, like the Couch to 5K um, and things like that. You can just gradually get back into exercise. It can be really daunting. And I suppose everyone's coming out of, you know, a bit of a lockdown lull over the last year and a half. We're probably not all as fit as we should be. So it's something we need to incorporate back in. And this study did indicate, you know, it's just, it's not enough just to horse ride. We need to build a level of fitness outside of that. Yep. Um, That is so true, Kate. And plus this, the riding test was such a short I mean, two minutes, that's a, uh-huh. what a thoroughbred would do a mile in two minutes on the racetrack. And um, our show jumping course would be one minute. Wouldn't I, it be between something like 60 to 90 seconds? You could do a round of show jumping. Yep. Yep. And they said, you know, this, uh, the duration of one riding round was apo- approximately 76 seconds. And, uh, you know, I mean, that that's not that long. So it made me really think that, um, think how much better we would be if we implemented um, fitness programs. And I, I use the Peloton app and just absolutely love the music and the instructors. I don't have a real Peloton because my husband says I have five Pelotons out in the past. <laughs> So I have the, a cheap bike with a cadence, but I still love that app. And, you know, you don't have to buy the Peloton bike. You can get the app every month. And, oh, my God, the instructors and the music, it's really motivational. And just the whole community is so supportive. So I would highly recommend that, too. And my sister does iFit, and she loves that. 
So find your niche and and the exercise program that's going to motivate you um, to do better. And I watched this um, Netflix special last night. It was on the Chris Norton story and it was it's called seven yards and he was injured playing college football and oh my god the discipline and the fortitude this guy has unbelievable if we all just had a quarter of what he has in that um, there would be no excuses wow I've I'm gonna add that to my my list it was, but maybe maybe I should watch it while marching on the spot or something instead of just sitting down. Unbelievable! People think they have problems. Oh my gosh! And it was just um, uh, heartbreaking. And then uh, he he pulled through and talk of every day. He he would make a list, and his dad always told him, "If you just every day do a little extra." than what you're asked, you'll be a success. And even in his um, recovery, he put applied that where if they said four hours of physical um, therapy, he would make it six hours. And I mean, that thought process of, um, you know, putting your your goals and your priorities and then going that one extra mile um, was so apparent in his story. So highly recommend that. It just, I think, hit Netflix. It was a new release and I thought I'll watch it. And it it was pretty eye-opening as far as um, his discipline and fortitude. And he never, never quit trying to walk. And uh, it's good. I think that's... That's the thing, though, is, you know, make the changes now that you want to see next year or make the changes now you want to see in six months time. It's really easy to always be like, oh, I'll eventually do that. I'll get around to it. But especially now, like we're coming into autumn or fall for you, Nancy. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is a little bit easier to get out at the moment. So maybe kickstart that lifestyle change before it gets really cold and it's really difficult to get out. Yep, I agree. And you'll make you, your horse will love you for it. And you know what, you'll really begin to enjoy it. And you'll feel good. That's the main thing is it will really make a difference in your emotions, and your physicality as well. Definitely. I think if you could bottle the feeling of what it's like after exercise, and just remind yourself of how great that feels when you've, you know, done something strenuous, and you feel like you've pushed yourself it's just, it really does feel better than um, not not doing anything. But again, like as we mentioned before, there's loads of great, like I know there are loads of great apps, but there's loads of great videos on YouTube too for like lots of people who have um, injuries. Like I've had um, a knee injury that's been ongoing for a couple of years or if you have any kind of like chronic pain, things like that, there's exercises you can do seated you don't have to you know be up and about like you really can there's levels for everyone and there's seated cardio um or even just start stretching if that's what you can manage at the moment just make sure you don't push yourself because if you push yourself too hard you won't commit to it and you won't stick to the change just be kind to yourself and take one little step or one little change 
and see how you get on over the next few months. Yeah. And even if it's just start out doing five minutes and, yeah. and you'll feel good and you might do 10 minutes, you know, I mean, it, it don't make it a mountain that you won't be able to do it. Make start in small steps and work your way up into the time that, that you can devote to making um, a change in your physical fitness. Exactly. Yep. I think that's everything I had for this one, Nancy. Had you anything else to add? Nope. That was, it was good. It was um, really, really made me think that, oh my gosh, I, I used to think riding horses was enough physically. And then um, I developed a pain in my left knee. I, I had been kicked by a horse and I rehabbed it via swimming. And then it continued when I would jump down you, I would favor my right leg or, you know, put weight more on my right leg to protect that left. And I thought, I've got to make changes with this. And I tell you, cycling increased the ligament strength and kept uh, my kneecap from moving. And now, I mean, I don't have to favor it at all. I jump down off the biggest horse and I get no knee pain anymore. So if you're having any type of issues, um, a physician can tell you, is it from lack of strength or what you can do to, you know, help that through physical therapy, I would highly recommend taking care of it. So you don't need like a knee replacement later in life. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> recommend address it as soon as it happens Speaking from experience where I have something similar to Nancy, but I actually damaged my other knee trying to favor the first one that was damaged. So definitely address it straight away. Physio is just, it's something that if you can treat yourself to it, I recommend everyone goes because you just feel like a million bucks after it. Yep, I agree. And well, that's all I had too, Kate. So this was fun. And thank you for recommending this. No problem. And we will be back next week. If anyone wants to get in touch or request any um, specific papers for us to research, you can get us on Facebook, Conversations in Equine Science, and Instagram, Conversations.EquineScience. Sounds good. See you next week. Take care, Nancy.